0: Clive Driscoll-Smith is a world-renowned organist known for exciting performances and extraordinary playing. Clive hails from England and was educated at Eton College and Oxford University. He won the Calgary International Organ Competition in 2002. He also spent 17 years as organist at Christchurch Cathedral in Oxford and toured the world with their famous choir, including a couple of visits to the Charlotte area, so some listeners may already be familiar with him. Currently, he's the organist and choir master at All Saints Episcopal Church in Fort Worth. He returns to Charlotte this evening for a recital at St. Peter's Episcopal Church as part of the Charlotte Bach Festival. And Clive, thank you so much for chatting with us this morning.
1: Thank you. It's good to be with you.
0: I want to ask you a question about Bach and the organ. Of course, he wrote lots of keyboard music, I guess often imagining it being played on a harpsichord, but Bach... Uh, repertoire for the organ seems really important.
1: Yeah, I think um, Bach's organ music is very important to all organists and there's a huge amount of organ music by Bach and a huge variety of music. So you have the the beautiful, soft chorale pre- preludes, you have the very challenging trio sonatas, six of them, then you have the great preludes and fugues, tremendous Pieces and majestic, and, and uh, they just sound wonderful on on the organ. And I'll be playing different pieces by Bach uh, on my program, so I'm I'm looking forward to that.
0: Is Bach more difficult to play, or is he just so foundational?
1: I think Bach's music is difficult in in some ways. It depends how you want to play the music, I suppose. If if you're interested in an authentic or historically accurate way of of playing the music. There are difficulties to do with that, challenges with playing mechanical action organs, uh, making a beautiful sound and beautiful phrasing on on that style of organ. Or you could ignore that and um, take a a more symphonic approach if you're playing a large romantic orchestral organ.
0: You play all different types of organs, right?
1: I have, yes.
0: So can can you explain a little bit for, uh, I know everybody's seen somebody play the organ, but when you start really looking at an organ, it's a little mind boggling if you don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on, because there's usually at least what, three manuals, three keyboards.
1: Uh, Yes. And then there's the foot pedals and all that, all them things on the
0: sides that you pull. I know it
1: it looks terribly complicated, but once you (laughs) you get used to it, um, it's really, it's not so complicated. And as for all the stops on the side, I mean, even to me, who's played many organs around the world, sometimes you get to an organ and you think, uh, wow, where do I begin? <laughs> of course, the bigger the organ, the longer amount of time it takes to prepare for a concert.
0: Will you spend several hours playing that oh, organ? Oh, yes. uh,
1: When you arrive at a new organ, the first five to eight hours, they're not practice in the sense of practicing the music or practicing the notes. It's actually about choosing the sounds, mm. choosing which stops you're going to select and have on for that movement, and then you can uh, preset those combinations of stops on what are called pistons or buttons below the keyboards. So you could easily spend, you know, up to eight hours just setting up sounds, and and every organ is different.
0: Um, let me ask you about food and breakfast. <laughs> You've been living in the United States for about five years. Any breakfast foods you've discovered living in Texas?
1: My response will be a little bit boring because I have yogurt and granola. Occasionally I treat myself to French toast, you know, with maple syrup and, and fruit or, or a side of bacon and, or sausage or something. But that's that's very rare for me. And another thing which is bigger in the United States than in England is the concept of brunch. But I like the idea of um, getting up late and then having a combined breakfast and lunch. And some of my friends insist that one has to have a mimosa if one's having brunch, but I don't know whether that's true elsewhere.
0: <laughs> that's pretty but popular. Sunday brunch yeah. with mimosas. Yeah.
1: After church. Yes, ideal. But not on the <laughs> Sunday when I'm performing in the evening in Charlotte.
0: <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> you might need to make your uh make that a
1: Monday thing. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, Clive, I appreciate your time and chatting with us.
1: Of course, it's been fun. Thank you.